0: The Bible says clearly, the anti-God, the Antichrist, is mammon. You cannot serve God and mammon. So in the end, they have to mammonize it. They have to monetize it. We'll tell you what that means. But it's already coming in Australia. We are going to be, they're, they're touting us as possibly the first country that's going to have CBDCs. You need to know what a CBDC is. It's a central bank digital currency. Is it like Bitcoin? No, it's the opposite of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is decentralized, store of value. This is highly centralized, highly controlled uh, medium of exchange and a medium of control. A CBDC. And they're saying that Australia is already in testing phase for the next 12 months and we could become the first to change our currency. Maybe they'll use the death of Queen Elizabeth as an excuse. That, well, we don't need to, you know, change all the faces on the coins and the and the bills. What a waste of money, bad for the environment. Why don't we just go digital? Why is this important? Because it's programmable. Okay, your money is not programmable. One of the problems of America right now is they have what they call uh, green money, which is the money that's in America, and red money, which is all the other money floating around, all the U.S. dollars floating outside of their control in the international market. This is its own beast. This is its own it has its own life. It cannot be controlled and it's a problem for America. They cannot control their own money and their own money supply. But if you digitize it, you can track and control everything. And that's what they want. Ultimately, they want wealth, which they already have, but they want more, and then they want power. So they have to digitize uh, or monetize our money. Right. well, who's involved in all this? If you look at this photo, you can see that Klaus Schwab and Charles, back then the Prince of Wales, today the King of England, uh, were already buddies in 1992. I don't know if this looks like 1992. That should be like 1972. Well, they're still good buddies here. Here they are in 2022. And they're still chummy. And we know what the King of England thinks about all this. He's very pro. Now, I don't want to give up on him because a man could change when he gets a lot of power and responsibility. You know, you think a certain way. You always think you can do a better job than your mom or your parents. And then when you get the power and the responsibility, you could change your mind. So I hope that we can pray for him. To have an encounter with Jesus. I don't think he's the Antichrist, because frankly he's too old, and he's not very charismatic. You know, you look at Charles, he's not a charismatic guy. And the Antichrist is a charismatic person. So, I know people, you know, say, oh, this is the Antichrist, they always say somebody's the Antichrist, but this does not seem to fit to me. So, there is hope to pray for him. So, he's already said that we must have the Great Reset because we have no alternative. Whenever anybody says we have no alternative, all right, you can just forget about it. Because whoever thinks there is no alternative other than the choice, the one option that they thought of, they ain't very bright. There's always another way. There's always another solution. Just wait. Just think it over a night. There'll be something else. Give science, technology, you know, human ingenuity, a little bit of breathing room and freedom, and we'll come up with something. Two basic mindsets in the world, and this distinguishes two types of people in the world. Okay, If you don't understand this, it's hard to understand the rest of what I'm going to say. The first mindset is that God made everything. God made everything. He knew all the needs ahead of time, and he made every provision ahead of time. He made everything, He made everything in abundance, and He made too much. If you ever fly over any body of water, you look at the amount of water on this planet, there's too much. We have so much food every year that for governments around the world to keep the price of food high, they have to burn or throw away food. Sometimes the government buys food, grains, and just store them until they rot. We have too much. That's the reality. We have a God of too much. And it goes with what the Bible says. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. This is Jesus. John chapter 10, verse 10. When you believe this, and you need to be born again to believe this. When you believe this, then you have a win-win mindset. Almost any situation can be a win-win. There's more than enough for everybody. We're not concerned. We have faith. We have trust in a good God. On the other hand, there's another kind of mindset that says, there's never enough. And this is really devilish. This creates a win-lose mentality. If there's too much, let's start with the first one. If there's too much... Guess what? I can freely give. I'm happy to give. I feel privileged to contribute to a church, a ministry, a mission work, any church. I feel privileged to give to God. Imagine, just in this short life, I could partner with God in doing something He thinks is eternal. That's a privilege for me. I can give, we can share. You know what? We can also not share. We have a choice. We have freedom. But if you are of the other mindset, all that becomes impossible for you. There's not enough. So someone has to control the paucity of resources. There's only a little bit to go around. Who's going to get it? Who's going to control it? So once they get this mindset, which is from the devil, they start to seek for control. It's very stressful to try to control everything. They believe, your success is my loss. I may have, in in this mindset, they might think, I may have to cheat, steal, or kill to get what I want. So then the goal is to find a legal way to commit legal theft and legal murder. And they found it. If they get themselves into government, rather than becoming CEOs of corporations, if they can get themselves into government, they can jail people they don't like. They can kill countries they don't like. Imagine that. They can steal anything they want and call it a tax. That's a great business. If you're at that level of power and you're wanting more, why wait for business to buy and sell and wait for the market to move? Why not just get the power of government and rape the world? This is why right now they want to control you and they want to control land for food farms, for solar farms, for wind farms. There's not enough. So they think they should control it. Whatever is scarce, they want to control the scarcity of resources. They don't trust that you are smart enough to make decisions. The goodness of Christianity and the goodness of Americans who came from a Christian foundation is that most people in America used to believe that most people will make the best decisions for themselves, which will then mean the best for their family, which will mean the best for their community, which will mean the best for their nation, if they're well informed. So that's why freedom of information is so important. Let all the ideas clash, let everybody duke it out, and we can decide which idea is worth, has merit. So we believe that. We believe in informing, education, knowledge, wisdom. We believe that. If you get it, the right information, you're going to make the best decision. You don't need somebody in Canberra. You don't need somebody in Washington, D.C. to decide for you. So Prince Charles looks at all this and he says, we have no alternative. So clearly he, he's not yet born again. He, he's not yet well-versed in the Bible. And he believes in this mentality of scarcity. There's just not enough for everybody. There's too many people. Really? Eight billion people, too many? Everywhere I fly, all I see is empty land. Even Australia is empty land. Imagine flying over Siberia. Vast amounts of resources, trees and water, and who knows, all the gold and the oil that's in there. This planet, can, I think, can take 80 billion and we wouldn't flinch. We could take 10 times what we have. It wouldn't matter. We got too much of everything. But because of control, because of, of these policies, of these do-gooders, uh, we have lack. So now they're trying to implement the Great Reset by putting pressure from the top down, from Europe, against Western power, telling other little countries, I guess Australia is one of the little countries, we are, with 20-odd million people, they're trying to pressure our politicians who are starving for money so they can win, to enforce this transition to green, the climate change agenda. Here's some other things they've already revealed. They said, whatever you want, the World Economic Forum says, whatever you want, you'll rent. And it will be delivered by drone. You'll rent. Yeah. So you will rent things. So a pen is not yours forever. If it's tokenized, you buy it once and you pay a subscription fee for the rest of its use. If you stop paying the subscription fee, they can call it back. And especially if it's digitized, any digitized thing, they can remove it from your possession. That's where it's going. So resist that. Lloyds Bank, the UK's biggest mortgage lender, is set to become the UK's largest private landlord. So you will own nothing and you'll be happy. Guess what? It's already coming. Because it is a pain. Remember when I taught about mindset? It's a pain to grow. It's a pain to grow wealth. It's a pain to grow strong physically. And people are being dumbed down and softened. So people will be happy. Oh, I don't have to work for a house. I don't have to pay off a 30-year mortgage. I don't have to save. I just rent. So the rich get richer by getting constant streams of passive income. They're very smart, really. They're very smart. They're just so evil. How is this different from medieval feudalism? where you have a feudal lord or feudal lords own land, and you, the serfs or the indentured servants, you work the land. And that's the way it is. The two classes never cross. Those who own land are rich forever. Those who work on the land are poor forever. That caused revolutions in medieval Europe. Right? But it's no different. It's exactly, if I may say, they're the kings, the World Economic Forum people, they're the kings. You're the slaves. You're the slaves. So slavery is back in fashion? That's what it's coming to. It's slavery. As I told you, this breaks God's Eighth Commandment, which protects private property. What will the world look like? Because of digitalization, we already don't own physical copies of our own music and movies. Well you don't, I do. I always resisted. I'd never liked, but most people subscribe. I thought it was fishy. I did not like. Why did you take away my choice to create my playlist and my I want to control my music and my movies? But everybody just jumped in, and now guess what happened? Netflix can turn off your ownership, which it just did a few months ago, to an entire nation. All oh, but Russians are evil, are they? These people did nothing wrong and paid their Netflix subscription. Why was it canceled? Because you're in the wrong group. And what does it take to be in the wrong group? You could be in the wrong group tomorrow. And Christians, you are going to be in the wrong group. For a while, even though we're in the right group eternally, this is the danger. Resist subscription-based services when you can own something physically. Just resist it.